0: I'm Brianna McHenry, and I'm Stephanie Della Porta, and we are your guides for the When in Bloom podcast. Join us weekly as we include tips, tricks, and alignment tools that support us on our personal journeys, bringing you back to the knowing that you have all that you need within you to bloom. Hello, friends. Welcome to our last episode of the season. I'm so excited. I have Jess Pulio here from Your Divine Astrology, and she is just like sharing her amazing wisdom for what's going on with the energy for around now until whenever. <laughs> whenever <laughs> she goes, like it's enough. Jess, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, thanks. I'm. So, I'm so happy you're here. I wanted to share a quick little story with everyone, too, um, about Jess being a huge, playing a huge role in my start of, like, strengthening my intuitive gifts and waking up my psychic senses. At the beginning of 2020, when everything started closing, it was right around my birthday, and I had Jess um, giving me a reading for my birthday and i was blown away one by her reading so i highly suggest you get a reading as well if you're looking for an astrology reading and but in it she made it seem so easy for me to tap into like what my soul was here to do and it's beautiful she like really laid it all out for me and then the next week after i started my intuitive training course. Um, I'm so excited to be bringing her here so you can all experience her too. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much. This is awesome to be part of this and I'm so grateful. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Uh, All right. We are in the eclipse portal now. um, And we have this eclipse coming up on the 19th in the sign of Taurus. And it's going to be in the later degrees. So this is people, um, you know, at the end of May, um, you know, uh, Taurus. And um, people who have any signs in the later degrees, like, will be experiencing this energy the most. So in the sign of Taurus, it's ruled by Venus. And this is all about what we value and love and abundance actually material things even you know mm-hmm. and so um this uh eclipses bring faded changes into our lives depending on if it's making any major aspects to your natal chart and any planets in similar signs too some people are going to have challenges with this some some endings might occur um, sudden ones, you know, um, but whatever happens, it's the universe nudging us in a different direction with our lives. And if we're not in alignment with what is happening in your life for the highest and best, then it's going to go.
0: I'm all about that.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I noticed a lot of people that have been getting readings lately. Um, they're really, being pushed to step more into their mission work and their dharma, uh, mm-hmm. doing more of the, this kind of work, helping other people and being more in
0: alignment with, you know, their soul's calling their deeper purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the same, uh, very similar in when people come for readings with me too. I'm like, Oh, okay. Time to step into the big. So
1: that's it. Yeah. And, and, you know, following that, trusting it. Um I also wanted to make mention that right now, um, we've been actually for the whole year having a transit that's been, uh, really challenging, uh, with feeling stuck. So it's the planet Saturn in a square to the planet of change, Uranus. And when there's a square, there's this conflicted, stuck energy because Saturn rules the, the past and the old and old structures, even and old karma. And Uranus is all about innovation and, you know, innovative, new, new age change. And so this is feeling like liminal space. So we're also, you know, in a liminal time with the season here, right? But also astrologically, collectively, we're all feeling this push and pull on a grand scale, you know, with the old structures falling apart and the rise of a new consciousness, you know, the Aquarian consciousness. Mm -hmm. We're we're all, you know, having these really big awakenings and aha moments and breakthroughs, and it can feel really scary, you know, especially if our structures are not supportive of this new vibration. Yeah. How do you feel about that?
0: Oh, I feel, like, so resonating. Um, I love that, too, about the eclipse um, being in Taurus, and it's about comfort. I've been noticing a theme of, like, um, almost, like, making material things, like, bad. Uh, If that, like, with the new age and, like, spiritual community. like you You have been personally feeling like that? Or, like, what do you mean? So not necessarily like for me personally, but I've been experiencing, I've been seeing other people like experiencing it almost where it's like, what do you mean you need a new iPhone? (laughs) It's like, I just want one. Or like, what do you mean you are indulging in this thing? Like we're here to ascend as opposed to almost like taking the humanness out of the human experience.
1: Yeah. I've noticed this in a lot of the spiritual community where they some sometimes there's some scarcity uh mm-hmm. lack mentality that you know that money is evil and um not helpful however we live in this 3d dimension and right now our currency is is this is money and the more you love yourself right and the more we value our own being. The more abundant we can be, and not just materially—it's everything. Relationships, um, you know, anything in our whole lives is mirroring back how we feel about ourselves. Abundance doesn't have to be just money; it's it's everything. It's 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 relationships. It's our job and our fulfillment. Uh, and this this uh, full moon is going to really help. I think bring these manifestations to our lives if we're doing that work and believing in ourselves and loving ourselves and following spirit's call. Yeah.
0: Wow. This is amazing. I've been getting the message since about August that December of this year. And I know the eclipse is in November. Yeah, it's coming up. I've been the message that December is all going to be about like just like Abundance and having that abundance that we've been working
1: towards. That's amazing. Yeah. December. I I mean, the the astrological alignments lately for for this whole month have been so intense. Uh, A lot of pressure. uh, A lot of uh, stress. It felt like, you know, a lot of tension. But this, I feel like that's kind of good because it's actually pushing us to make the changes that we need to make. We're forced to make actually, it's like, I I can't live like this anymore. And so I've got to, you know, whatever it is that you you're wanting and that you've been thinking about for so long,
0: it's like the action and the energy is finally here to get it moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been having a lot of people too coming to me kind of being like in just like the middle of an ego death, being like everything that I knew to be true is actually false Yeah, and they kind of are like, I have no idea what to do with that now. (laughs) Like, what am I supposed
1: to do? Right, where am I going to go here from here? You know, Mm -hmm. ground zero, building right back up. You know, but right from your soul instead of what your family thinks you should be doing or society or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. stop following our heart. And Taurus is all about you know the good stuff, the good life. And I really like this energy. Um, there are some, a little bit of um, some intense alignments for the eclipse that are challenging um, that I want to talk about briefly here. Um, yeah. So planet Mars, which is a very powerful warrior spirit energy, is in an opposition to the planet Uranus, which is that spontaneity, that electric energy change energy and so this can manifest as tension and irritability and arguing with other people who are not that are pushing against this freedom that you want to have mm. that are that you know maybe you could be restricting or trying to control or whatever it is. So to try to um not fly off the handle at this time because it's not going to serve anyone it's good it's harder it's hard to suppress it so like to try to find like a positive outlet for the energy
0: yeah okay I've already noticed that happening is that energy that energy's already come it has been here for a bit right
1: it's been here for a week and a half it's been intensifying yep
0: yeah I've been feeling that and I've been noticing too in the moment where I'm just like, I don't even know why I'm arguing. Like, I don't even know what I'm saying. Like it has, and I can even see myself like from an outside perspective of being like, that makes no sense what you're even saying. That's was- good
1: that you're aware, you know, because there's no point in it. And the planets that are in these oppositions, it's Mars and Scorpio, which Scorpio wants control. Mm-hmm in power and the the shadow side of that and then taurus is like we don't want we don't really want change we're afraid we're afraid of it you know or i want to do things my way you know and there's this stubbornness that can set in and so these two dynamics can be really challenging to integrate but necessary to balance the two energies within our own being The need for that creative change in our own lives and that energy, you know, to, to get the momentum to keep going with
0: what we're, what we're here to do, basically. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so powerful. It's such a good time. I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) No, it's a, it's like a powerful time right now for massive awakenings and change and growth. A lot of spiritual growth happening. Mm -hmm. Um this past week, we've had Venus, planet of love, in a square to Chiron, the wounded healer. And that has been bringing up a lot of old wounds to the surface for a lot of people. Not everyone's going to resonate with this, but if there's any unresolved heartache or grief, um, it's going to bring up that, that need, that inner child healing basically those abandonment wounds right up to the surface Mm -hmm. feeling just like really cracked open you know um it's a chance to to let those emotions out feel into those release it let go forgive if you can or whatever way you want to move through your grief you know
0: yeah well i've been having a lot of childhood like dreams lately mm-hmm. are, like in my childhood home a lot of nostalgia mm-hmm.
1: so much yeah interesting i
0: think my chiron oh. is in cancer too So uh. all, I think uh. that's it
1: that that that'll make sense i'll have to check i can double check that for you mm-hmm. i wanted to make mention that um venus is about to station retrograde in December, but it's in its pre-shadow phase tomorrow. Oh. So Venus is going into her darker, dark, dark phase there. And what the retrograde does for Venus is it'll bring up any unresolved relationships, karmic lovers, especially because it's going to be in Capricorn. Venus retrograding in Capricorn. So old any unresolved karmic relationship will come back now to settle the debt. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people hook back up with their exes during this time. Yeah. And I I can't say that that's gonna work out for the long run, but I usually feel like it's not the best time to do that. Yeah. It's not because then once Venus goes direct in March, the relationship fizzles out.
0: Mm -hmm. When it goes right into Aquarius, and you're like, yeah,
1: you're like, I want to be free now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're like, bye, you never. Bye. -bye. It was fun. Yeah. (laughs) My Venus is in Aquarius, and like the attachment when it comes to relationships, I'm really good at (laughs) detaching.
1: Oh, lucky! That's good. I think in Capricorn is like, because Capricorn, the sign is ruled by Saturn, which is karma. Wow. (gasps) Interesting. So don't be surprised if you hear from anyone from the past. It could be even friendships, any relationship that needs Mm -hmm. resolution now. And this is going to be going for a little while. So Venus starts its retrograde December 19th and we'll we'll go direct January 28th and then it will be fully out of her shadow phase March 1st 2022 Wow! so spring it's a long one
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: a long transit yeah <laughs> I love Since it. also Venus rules beauty um they suggest that it's not really a great time to go get a makeover or do some crazy extreme haircuts or anything.
0: Yeah, I'm getting my hair done on the. In the shadow. <laughs> I can do
1: like some totally different makeover or something.
0: I, yeah, so I, you know what I was gonna say, just trim it because my hair is dead, 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 and then I'm I have a lot of grays and I'm kind of over them, so I'm also gonna say. Color it, but the same color. So I'm not doing anything. You'll oh,
1: be fine. So, I'm talking about like, you know, extreme makeovers or like, you know, sh- big shopping sprees. This is more of a time for our conserving funds, even material changes.
0: Hmm. I've been noticing for myself. I've been spending a lot more on clothes and then I'm, and then I will get them. And I'm like, why did I buy this? And then I just end up returning it. Um, So I've been catching myself doing that a lot lately, especially this time of year. It's the consumerism is like, no joke. Like they just shove everything in your face as much. as. And
1: then of course, Christmas is going to be with Venus retrograde and Capricorn. Like, Oh boy.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Buying
1: all these gifts and different things and spending outrageous amounts of money. And yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to look at the transits for, (laughs) for holiday shopping now to be like, when is a good time to buy Christmas presents? I just,
1: I don't know. I'm just throwing out the news, you know. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. All right. So... Uh, I know I touched briefly about uh, the planet Saturn representing the old and the past basically in a square to the planet Uranus, which is change and innovation and unconventional in a way. So these two are like the square creates tension for us to change and but it can feel like we're stuck, like things aren't moving fast enough and things aren't moving the way that we want. And we feel it can, for me personally, it's been feeling like, is this ever, is is this ever going to stop? And am I ever going to move forward and get what I need to get in my life and where I need to go? And
0: mm-hmm.
1: will I ever be able to fulfill my dreams? These kinds of questions.
0: Yeah. I relate to that feeling. I almost feel like this year doesn't even exist. Like time just stopped in 2021. And it was like, it's just like a leap year. Like you're going to experience it, but you're going to forget it happened. I've been
1: feeling like a time warp of sorts, different timelines shifting um, yeah, and faster, that. really fast lately, mm-hmm. more than normal.
0: I just got that when you said that I... Like got the download that it was timelines. And then you were like timeline shifting. So okay, makes sense. Um, in January, um, uh, middle of January
1: 2022, the planets, all of them will be direct, and things are really gonna start moving forward with what we want to do, and and it's gonna be a powerful time. December as well is gonna start being much lighter and all Mm -hmm. the things that are shifting with this eclipse now and, and moving us in alignment, we're going to be able to build more upon in December.
0: That makes sense. And it makes sense too, with all the karma and the karmic stuff's kind of coming up. So you can really align with that higher, higher frequency and higher timeline.
1: Mm Got it. So we've got, you know, different choices to make. Do we want to Stay with the new, or you know, do we want to move in the new direction with what's you know, our higher selves is being called to fulfill you know, our dream? With, what's your heart's dream and your heart's desire, right? Or do we want to stay with what's comfortable or what we're used to and stay in that space? It's a choice,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm like, I would never want to stay, <laughs> I'm like, comfortable is no longer comfortable for me anymore. It's like when you've been sitting in that comfy chair for too long and you like, were are really nice and comfy for a little bit. And then it's like, Nope, can't sit here anymore. Can't sit any longer. You're not afraid of change. That's good. You know, you know what? You're right. That's new. <laughs> I've done a lot of work around that. Cause I've been terrified of change my whole life. I hated it until recently. Now I love it. Now it's like, okay, like, you know,
1: I, I, when I was younger would just up and leave everything and, you know, move across the country and just leave everything behind. And it caused a lot of destruction of like, you know, turmoil with relationships. And, um, I just was really ungrounded in a way, you know, Mm. And on one hand, it was very liberating and wonderful. However, there's a chance to like integrate changes in a very, you know, a graceful, easeful way. It doesn't have to be so chaotic, and especially if you're aware, you know, you're a little bit more yeah. like, okay, I can feel the shift coming. How can I set myself up to make it a little bit more graceful instead of a two by four where the universe has to, you know, completely mess my life up for me to change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like some major incident forces you to move or leave your job, you get fired or whatever it is, you know, it doesn't be so extreme if you're already aware, but sometimes it needs to be for certain people
0: to make that change that leap. Yeah. That was me for the longest time. Like (laughs) Pete, my, I had one of my friends, I was talking about manifesting and how it's so easy when we just like surrender and allow it to happen instead of trying and control it. And she was like, well, where, how do you get to that place of surrender? And I was like, Oh, I hit rock bottom. <laughs> like, I literally had nowhere else. Like there you, yeah, you get to a point for me anyway, where it's like, you have no other options. And I, this was last week I was connecting for myself And my guides showed me me standing on like the edge of a cliff and then kind of like the image of me jumping off of the cliff, but being carried like very easily down to like the valley and then back up to like the other side. And I was like, amazing. Like, I'm going to like, I did all this work. I jumped off this cliff. I trusted the universe. And now I'm like getting ready to go like live my best life on the mountain and they were like, oh no, you're still on the cliff. Like you haven't, right. you, haven't you haven't jumped, jumped yet. yet. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I, I have a lot of shadow work that I
1: feel is coming up for me. Oh yes. The Scorpio season right now has been really deep with confronting our fears and mm. shadows and a deep, deep shadow work. This is a time of really looking a lot of self-reflection looking within and um, seeing, you know, seeing ourselves and what we, we need to learn from and grow from. It's mm-hmm. been
0: intense actually. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing where that expansion is in all the hardships that we experience. Constricting
1: and expanding type of energy. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of feel like
1: it's been doing that. Like right now, you know, maybe there's a little constriction and then it's just going to be like,
0: yeah, that's it's <laughs> a great way to explain it too. Cause there's some days where I feel like not magical, even a little bit. And
1: yeah. then
0: other days where I'm like, I am literally magic. <laughs> right? Like I can manifest whatever I want.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, the universe has my back. Things are flowing for me. And then there's other days where you just have to say, okay, you know what I need to go, but you know, get grounded, be out in nature, go play, go turn off the computer, get away, you know, go do something.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I've been getting stuck a lot lately in my like stories. I had to delete like all social media off of my phone. Cause I was using it as like the world's best distraction, which social media is an amazing, it is the world's best distraction. Um, but it was I, like, same here. Same. Yeah. I've had all this shadow work that's like been begging for me to do it and like breath work that I've been feeling called to do and I'll like get into bed and I'm like, Oh, let me just like check this app to see if anyone messaged me. And then it's like, wait, let me get distracted. And then not. yeah. Yeah. That's, that's
1: another thing that has been really challenging is like addictions, you know, especially with social media and distracting ourselves from doing the inner work that we know we need to do. It's a big one. Um I've been trying to like set timers and stick to it and stay off more often. It's been hard lately, especially if you post and your business is on there. I noticed it, you know, my increase in involvement with it. It's really hard. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, it really is. And Steph and I were talking about it too on the episode before this. It's like if we're not putting ourselves out there and we're not on it. It's like, we feel like people are going to forget us like within a day of just not being there. Right. It's very interesting. And I've been getting the call lately a lot to start meeting people in like real life, like forget about the online connections that we can make, which are amazing, but like connect with people in real life. Yeah. The balance like uh, yeah,
1: online's great too, but in person, there's nothing like, you know, feeling the energy in person and, you know, yeah. groups, yeah. people, and, you know, if it's safe, um, I really feel like the Aquarian energy can be a, a little bit more detached and social distanced with, you know, because Aquarius rules technology and computers and things like this. And so this is the new age kind of vibration, which is wonderful in some ways. However, it can be disconnected.
0: Yeah. And then do you think too, I've been actually really interested watching Aquarius being, no, Saturn being in an Aquarius and how that's playing out and just the shift from it moving from Capricorn into Saturn feels like huge with just technology in general and how people are interacting that way.
1: Yes. Yeah. I really feel like that's playing a major role. There's been some really awesome new, you know, breakthroughs and innovative things with it. However, I do see a lot of separation right now in the collective. Yeah. A lot of duality, um, a lot of the fear and still, still, uh, more, much more
0: work we need to do. I know I keep on since I I was like a little kid. I've always felt like I'm going to change the world. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to help the world just be better. And now that I'm like starting to do that, I'm realizing like, oh, not my world. Like maybe the generations behind me world. Like I didn't realize there was so much work to be done. I'm
1: like maybe I'll enjoy it in a couple of lifetimes. I know. Right. I know. Sometimes I'm like, wow, I really feel like there's nothing I can do really in some ways, except do this work and connect with whomever I'm supposed to connect with, you know, um, like b- us being the light wherever we are. That's the work right there. Mm-hmm. You Don't have to force it or push it. Just being the light. You could, be sitting on your couch, we're being the light right now and making a difference, and that that needing to be okay
0: too. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's like the easiest way um, to change and shift the collective energy. And it's funny too because I think that's something that's programmed into us as kids. Where I remember, I as a kid, I like really got into recycling, and I remember I have no idea who even asked me this or mentioned this, but they were like, you're just one person. You're not going to make a difference. Like, why am I going to recycle? I'm one person. I'm not going to make a difference. So we're programmed to believe that like we on our own can't make a difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. Especially it could be like generations deep of like unworthiness of like, well, I have nothing to offer. Uh, and I have no special, whatever it is or whatever stories that we have programmed and they're, they are changing now, you know, for a lot of people, people are really starting to wake up and see
0: the lies, the yeah. illusion. Yeah. I feel like I can talk to a lot of people about this stuff, like <laughs> random people, like the people at Trader Joe's who are cashing me out. <laughs> like I talked to the strange, like not the strangest, but like coffee shop workers, like the people at stores and everyone, so many more people are open to it.
1: Definitely. People are becoming really much more receptive, which is it's a good thing. You know, it's starting to change things slowly, but surely, you know, we're going to get there. I, I trust that. I believe it. I, I, I feel like we're right where we all need to be right yeah. now. Even with all the challenges happening, you know, with all the separation and everything, it's all divine. Um, astrologically, uh, transiting Pluto, which is ruled by rebirth, is conjuncting the United States Pluto.
0: Oh, yeah. So the
1: United States is having its Pluto return, which Pluto is all about transformation, rebirth, and death, and, you know, shifting old things that are just not serving. And so, I think it's going to take a while, actually. It's like another 10 years yeah. or more, you know, of total f- fuckery. <laughs> yeah. And then, so it's in Scorpio and then it, it'll move to Sagittarius. Yes. But that's not for a while. It's going yeah. to keep, bouncing, yeah. you know, back and forcing major changes. And there's a lot of other. Maybe we'll do that another episode where we could talk about the United States needle chart and whatever, and dissect yeah. that, but we're, we're in it. We're part of, we, we, sh- we chose this time to be part of this new order, right? That, that crumbling yeah. and yeah. The, the ancestors are like, you're going to do it this time. Cause we couldn't so many times.
0: Yeah. And it's like, now too, we have that knowledge from like those, from our ancestors when they're like, remember when we did this and like, this is what we did that was wrong. Do this instead. And it's like really loud and clear this time. It feels like it really, yep. we're already there. We're doing it. It just, <laughs> yeah. And the human timeline, it, which is very linear, it just feels like it's taking longer. It does. It feels like it is, but the more people like keep doing, you know,
1: showing up and doing their part and everything, I really feel like eventually, you know, can get better. I mean, maybe this is my utopian um rose-colored glasses view, but I truly do think it's going to be okay in, you know, in the long run, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there sometime eventually. Maybe we'll, hopefully we get to see it, right? Yeah, I would love to see it. I would love. <laughs> I dream of it. But, you know, see,
0: (laughs) that's something that I need to add to my little, my morning mantras. As soon as I wake up, I like will say mantras of like what I want to create in my life. I'm going to add that one. (laughs) That's a good mantra to
1: add. Mm I like
0: that. And what would it be? Uh, It would probably be, let's see. It's like, I love waking up in my, it's coming through as like, I love waking up in my own utopia. Ooh. But I also want to share the utopia. So it's yeah. like, I love waking up in a utopian world. Yes. So I love that. Yeah. yeah. Like that. So everyone let's do that right. When you wake up before you go to bed, we'll just so shift fun. the energy subconsciously. Right
1: on. Yeah. Right on. So I wanted to talk about briefly, we have the a solar eclipse. December 4th, and it's a new moon, and that's going to be in Sagittarius. And Sag is ruled by the ninth house in astrology, which is higher education, travel, foreign places, learning, studying new topics, school, like taking courses, things like that. I personally have my moon in Sag, which uh, a lot of Sag's are really into astrology too. Oh, really? Yeah. Aquarian and Sag. And I've noticed that a lot of them tend to be, tend to gravitate towards this. Oh, that's so cool. So in December, a lot of the transits for the new moon um, are really lighter, a lot lighter and uh, good for manifesting. and. Venus is conjuncting Pluto, which is wonderful for deepening love relationships too. Yeah, this is a good, I really feel like December is going to be a little bit lighter, uh, really good for manifesting and moving forward with the new the new changes that we're going to be having right now with this eclipse coming up. A lot of good aspects. The sun is trining Chiron which is about healing. So sun trying Chiron is like, is healing our more inner child healing and our, like, it's easier. Something will come about like a relationship or deepening of a connection that's existing already. That will be very healing for everyone. It could yeah. be a friendship, a love. I mean, it, it could even be, you know, someone with, because Venus will be retrograde, yeah. Some sort of past that comes back and it's going to be a healing type of situation is what I could be
0: feeling here. Interesting.
1: I feel like I'm kind of winding down here because okay. that was a
0: lot of information, right? Awesome. Yeah, I wanted to start taking notes. I was like, oh.
1: <laughs> a lot of stuff. So talked about the eclipse, the liminal space, Venus retrograde. Um, we talked about this december new moon and sag coming up here a light light light-hearted time um i also wanted to make note too. neptune planet ruled by pisces will be going direct in december and i've noticed in my readings with people that when neptune goes direct a lot of people have illusions disappear. They have a lot of aha moments and breakthroughs. They start to see things more clearly if they felt confused. Wow. How long has that been retrograde? It went retrograde in June and direct December 1st, 2021. Wow. So all planets will be direct in January. Um, the last one will be Uranus will be direct, um, in the middle of January. So I really feel like when all planets are, you know, direct, it's a time of like action and movement and a lot of manifestation of those goals that we've been working on. When the planets are retrograde, it's more of a time to go within and recalibrate, reevaluate. We're starting, we're, we're, we're learning lessons. It's always like a, that, like I said, that Uh, contraction and expansion type energy cycles and it's all divine Mm time
0: it is
1: wow i love astrology i love astrology too it's incredible um and so i'll leave us off with saying that uh in december we will have a full moon on the 19th in gemini the 20 27 degrees gemini oh my god this moon is really well aspected with uh the planet jupiter a planet of uh, gifts and abundance and um i really feel like the full moon in gemini is about speaking up speaking our truth and communicating more uh sharing ourselves more you know on different platforms and connecting with people um, it's also real siblings, too, because it's the third house, Gemini. And so depending on where it's falling in somebody's chart, too, will give clues to how it will manifest in your life. That's so interesting. As I look at my chart, I'm like, where, Gemini, where are you? Venus, again, will be conjuncting Pluto at the end of the month as well, because that's wonderful for relationships, Well, we're still going to have Saturn and and Uranus in that liminal space, though. That's not going to be over until like spring. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Early spring, though.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Like March. Early spring. Okay. And spring is such a good time to like clean house and be like, okay, let's step into the new me. Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm Exactly.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be a really a lot of things happening here, Um, and I can go into you know more of that energy and another time too to talk deeper about the energy. Then, yeah, that sounds great. Thank you, thank you for having me on here. Yeah, look forward you. to doing more.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Um, And Jess, where can people work with you? How can they find you?
1: So I have a website. It's www yourdivineastrology.com and you can send an email through there. Uh lately I've been really enjoying doing transit readings more than anything, which is looking at where the planets are in your personal chart. And this gives a lot of validation and clarification on what you're up to in the here and the now and what to look forward to, what what things are going on, you know, challenges, anything, relationships, I just find it to be really powerful, so that
0: one's my favorite. Yay! That I'm gonna get that one done really soon. <laughs> I
1: also offer compatibility, which is really great with like relationships and stuff like that.
0: Awesome! Yay! Those all sound great. Yay! Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Wow! What a beautiful episode. I'm so glad that Jess was able to come on and share her insight with all of you. Hopefully we'll have her back in the spring so she can share uh, what's going on as we pick back up and start doing our weekly episodes again. So Steph and I are going to go into a little bit of hibernation mode now, um, but feel free to reach out to us. Again, you can reach out to us on Instagram. You can send us a message through the anchor link, or we also have a link in our bio on Instagram to connect with us and work with us. And we are so excited for this time of rest and integration, and we will see everyone soon. Have a lovely winter.